What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here. I got my boy Danny Dub, Danny Woodhead. You know him as former NFL running back, but now he's, you know, he's a golf stud. He just came off uh, dang near qualifying for the U.S. Open, playing good. Congratulations to that, first of all, man. That's quite the accomplishment to do that and to play at that kind of a level. You know, that's not your first sport. It's pretty awesome, man. Good to see. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's kind of crazy. Like, just thinking back to, you know, I don't know, what was it, four years ago when I retire? And, yeah, then getting to that opportunity is kind of crazy. Just kind of a bizarre set of circumstances. Didn't play – actually didn't play that bad. Um, I, I had four hiccup holes, which you can't do in tournaments like that. Um, and I mean, I didn't take advantage of some holes at times, but I was nine over and four holes. Like that's going to kind of get you yeah. in the plus 10 range. I mean, yeah, yeah. If, even if you just, but it, it is what it is. Like, I mean, it was a great experience and I think, and, and, you know, hopefully I get another opportunity because after being there once you're, you, I don't want to say you understand it, but you also are just like, okay. Like, I mean, it's still golf. It's still whatever. Yeah. Not that I had like crazy nerves, but it was just, uh, yeah. I mean that course, they tricked it out with those sloped greens. I would have been incredibly nervous. Props to you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Danny's still rolling with the podcast over there with Matt Slauson doing your thing. Need to check that out. Uh, but we're here to talk live golf. We're here to, you know, I, I just kind of randomly, texted Danny and was like, are you open to just getting on here and talking about it? Because everybody else is talking about it. People in the golf community are for sure talking about it. And people outside the golf community are talking about it. Um, And and I think people want to hear more discussion about it. And I don't want to, you know, get into some of the same old stuff that everybody's talking about. Um, But I think there's some funny stuff going on with the live golf thing that we could probably have a few chuckles on. And I kind of want to bring, I want to get your perspective on uh, even coming from like thinking about it from an NFL perspective. But I mean, first of all, like what's your overall thoughts? Like if, if, if I just said, Danny, give me two minutes on just overall everything that you want to say or everything that you feel about the live golf, about PGA tour, about this whole thing, like what, how, what would you say? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I understand. So I'm not going to get into the, just because I don't, there's no reason to really talk about too much of the, you know, not the political stuff, but you know the the, the whole hu- yeah. the human stuff. rights, the moral yes. ethical stuff. Yeah, we're, we're ta- let's let's talk about the sport part of it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, regardless of sport, whatever competition usually isn't a terrible thing, right? Um, and then. Just, I mean, if, if you're a player and you're, if, if we're going solely off of sport and like money and just stuff like that, it would be like, there's a lot of guys that aren't the Tiger Woods of yeah. the world. There's a lot of guys that aren't the Rory McIlroy's of the world. There's a lot of guys that aren't the Justin Thomas of the world. Not everyone's making multiple millions of dollars, like by any stretch of the imagination. So there, I understand it'd be like me playing for the Patriots and they didn't want to offer me a contract. So I went to the chargers. I mean, they offered me a contract, but nothing in comparison. So 
if we're going off of businesses, like you're probably going to look into it a little. I mean, and this is solely off of just the sport and the business side. So I get it. Um, And it also could, I'm not saying it's going to, but it could not expose the tour, but it's like, well, maybe just bump up more money. And let's also remember this too. Everyone that is talking about them, they're probably getting a cut from the PGA. Like a, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone that's coming out super strong. Like Rory's one of my favorite players. He's super strong. Let's not act like the PGA tour hasn't been like, Hey Rory, we need you to support us. You think they're sliding him extra Quan for saying that? I don't know. Like, I mean, let's just think of the business, right? They need support. Yeah. Regardless. I'll tell you. Now, it doesn't mean that they are, but it's like it, there's there's some questioning because certain people have came out so so strongly for the tour that before said, oh, this is kind of interesting. Why are they randomly so for it now? Yeah. And like talking so poorly on it. Like that's more so what I'm I've I've had these discussions obviously with friends and it's like it, to me that just doesn't add up. Yeah. It, it's uh, But I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the whole book and what happened earlier on in the book in the first few chapters where there's some people that are like yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm going to look into it and then they're randomly so against it. It just makes you wonder. Well, and even on the flip side, DJ came out and said he was 100% with the PGA Tour, and then he left. And $125 million in guaranteed cash well, up front may do that to you. Well, and that's the thing, too. Maybe the Rory's of the world aren't getting paid, but right, maybe the best decision regardless is to say I'm 100% in. Because technically, until he agreed, he was 100% in with the PGA Tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Are you going to, I mean, I I agree. Like competition is a great thing. Like when you take away the, if we're going to, if we're going to leave like the, the Saudi backed government stuff out of it, like the competition is great. And the tour has been sitting on their laurels for a long time. I mean, I think about the app, man, that damn app is so bad. It pisses me off on a regular basis. Every, and then every time we get like the master's app and we got to delete the master's app because it's over. And then we got to go right back to the PGA Tour app for the RBC Heritage. Exactly. For us gamblers like who track the thing every single week, even for the RBC Canadian Open, I'm looking at that thing. I realize a lot of the people that have that app on their phone probably don't look at it, but maybe a few times a year. But when you look at I mean, I live on that thing Thursday through Sunday, tracking my guys, shot link. Right. And people have been screaming at the tour. And that's just a small part of it, right? Like the whole, there's like the schedule piece of it and how there's, you know, it's kind of a diluted product because there's 40-something events every year. And there's the whole, you know, there's, there's the format thing that, that people are talking about. There's a lot of things about the tour that are very stale. And they sat on it for a long time. And I don't know what they're doing now. I would imagine they're, they're for sure scrambling. Like, I believe wholeheartedly that Jay Monahan is going to do everything he can. And he's trying right now to be as creative as he can with those in the room that are helping him make these decisions. But... You know, we just found out today that Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau are leaving. Um, As as more of these guys start jumping, and now I I did say this a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know, if they get, they have to get these young, they have to get more young players, right? Like, and like to get a Colin Morikawa, a Victor Hovland, because even if you get like the top college players, the the average viewer doesn't care about 
how good you are in college until you take it to the PGA Tour and you open their eyes in front of that kind of level of play. Even Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, Matt Wolf, Bryson DeChambeau, all notable college players that we knew about, but it was really like, you're still unproven at the pro level until we see you get here and compete against these guys. So you can take the best college players in the world and put them on live golf. And I mean, I'm still not going to be that impressed until they start, unless you start bringing over some of these other guys that are making it more and more interesting. Obviously, the field this week for this first event is pretty terrible. It's going to get better. Um, oh, gosh, yes. And, and it sounded like this could be, you know, with more and more, you know, every time a bigger name jumps, you know, other big names are going to get more comfortable and other big names are going to be going, you know, maybe this is worth me, you know, doing. And, and, and the more pressure it puts on, the majors, of, you know, to decide whether or not they can play in these majors, the more pressure it puts on the tour to say, you know, we're not going to restrict you. We're not going to ban you from the tour. I mean, do you feel like that's probably the, ne- the next thing that has to come out of Monaghan's mouth is like that he's going to back off this ban thing? Because, I mean, I don't... He has to, right? I mean, yeah. wouldn't, you, wouldn't you, like, otherwise you're, there's certain people you're losing, and then those fields, even your tour ones, aren't the best fields and you know what i'm saying they might be the best field one of the best fields but like yeah you want the best players in the world and man i was just thinking about it like as we're sitting here and because what if uh i don't know who's someone that's incredibly wealthy like a bezos or a, yeah. like what, what right like they just so much money and they get a bunch of other incredibly wealthy people together yeah what if uh what if they had the live golf and it was in the united states it would be the same thing. Yeah, so there's the PGL, which is the Premier Golf League, which is the third player in this whole thing that a lot of people have forgotten about. But there was actually, yes. you had the PGL, which is a, got a lot of money behind it as well. And it's not money that people are going to be upset about, like like the sovereign government of Saudi Arabia and, and the humanity issues that are going on there. It, this is like, not that, okay? The Premier Golf League, the PGL is not that. You know, and that league was, was, just months ago talking about continuing to to make plans to compete against the PGA Tour. I told Pat today, I was talking to him on the phone, uh, I was like, dude, if I'm Jay Monahan, I'm calling the PGL people. Because like right now, the biggest issue, I think, too, that, that Jay Monahan's having to figure out is, A, how do I, how do I get more money into this, into this league? Or how do I give more money to my players to continue to make this thing as competitive as possible? Because well, they've obviously been keeping it somewhere. They're keeping it somewhere. So A, how do I do that? But also B, how do I keep the money that I have right now, because if I'm CBS, if I'm NBC, if I'm some of these big sponsors, Comcast, FedEx, and I'm and and you've promised me, you've delivered, you, you've promised me that I'm going to get a product, however many times a year, where I'm going to have some of the best names in golf, you know, in a field strength of this of X Y Z. If I'm going to have that, how are you going to commit to me that I'm going to be able to keep that when guys are jumping left and right, and we're going to see more? Like Jay's also trying to get more money for the tour, get and the players and and keep the money that he's got so i if i'm jay i'm like going to the pgl like how can we work a deal i don't know maybe he's doing well, the, that. The, the thing is yes the pgl big t- but i'm just saying say that say the pgl let's just let's and there's no live yeah but it's just pgl and it's the money that live has is actually in america do we not think the P- pga tour would be angry they would be angry. Yeah, they they're still going to be angry because it's. That's what I'm saying. That like, but say it was just PGL versus PGA, but PGL has the the live money. Yeah, there but would the, be 
the difference a lot is of angry people. Yeah, I, I think there'd be less though. The, the difference is you have the media that you, you have the media, you have Twitter, you have all these people that are exposing the you know the 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 side behind the Saudi money that is that makes you makes you nauseous, right? They're exposing that, and that that's bad PR. That's terrible PR. Hard to overcome. It's the reason Phil was you know MIA. He was damn Tom Hanks on an island with a volleyball for four months. And for you sure. wouldn't have that if it was the PGL. It would just be, hey, you either like the competition or you don't. And there's no other but reason. PGA to would it. be mad, is what I'm saying. PGA would. No, for I'm sure going be off mad. of like J. Mont. Yes, like, they would be angry, and they're still threatening suspensions because yeah. they have the, they have the all the tournaments that the PGA has had forever and ever. And it's like, well, we're going to suspend you if you're going to join that. They do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, because if we're taking everything out of it, if we're really taking. The PGA Tour, Jay, doesn't care what the live is about. He doesn't care about the Saudi. He's, he's thinking, I'm losing my star. 100%, yeah. He, this has nothing to do. When, when, when we're talking about PGA Tour and we're talking about live golf and we're talking about the business side, the only reason I say this is because I played in a, the NFL's only business. Yeah. And the, to Jay and his, the people that work on tour, to their lives, they're not worried about who's backing the live. They're worried about crap. We lost Dustin Johnson. Crap. Yeah. We lost Bryson DeChambeau. It has nothing to do with that. They, so if it was a PGL, they'd be just as oh, good. Yeah. Do the same exact thing. It's just a great excuse, and it's and it's more so. Uh, it's good leverage for the PGA to be mad and get the fans mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the players, that they're lucky that the PGL didn't. Because if the PGL didn't, there wouldn't be a PGA. Yeah, there might not be. Let me ask you this. You know what I'm saying? Talking like, about. If the, this it's just money. This, if it's PGL and they're backed by a bunch of clean people, yeah, yeah, and they have that much money, there's no PGA tour. Yep, hundred percent. So, like, in some ways, this is actually it's not helpful for them. But like, if if it was in America, PGL, right. there would, would be no PGA. They tour. wouldn't have a there chance. No, yeah, no. Yeah. So like, they're actually lucky that the PGL doesn't have like that type right now. Yeah, it's. They it it makes me wonder like like how much do they have though too yeah. like I could care less about any of this I mean I don't I could care about what's going on in the, the whatever they're doing in their government over there yeah. but we're we're not getting into that because we said we wouldn't but like it makes you wonder like take an inward look at yourself and what's going on in the PGA Tour like why didn't instead of being so worried about suspending people. You know what I would have been doing? I would have been calling everyone and their mom and saying, "How do we get more money to the PGA Tour?" Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be worried. They knew this was coming. Yeah, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh gosh, uh, you're suspended. You're suspended." No, I'm doing everything I can to raise just millions and millions of dollars. Well, and finding a solution to get these guys money. What's funny is I had I talked to I talked to uh, I talked to a player on the range at the Byron Nelson, a, a veteran player who came up to me and said, "Greg Norman had a phone call with Greg Norman. He showed me a document that basically said uh, we have a hundred million dollars earmarked just strictly to start off with to fight the PGA Tour in a legal battle for any suspensions, all that kind of stuff. It's all right there, and if we have to replenish it, we will." 
That's so, that's just like in a little little little. Yeah, account. it's in a little bitty. It's a little. It's your way to save account at Wells Fargo. It's, it's just it's just a little CD. That but they have, uh, yeah, hundred million. In. But like, surely, Jay, if if somebody walked up to the range and told my ass about it at Tour Junkies Enterprises, like then surely Jay Monahan knows about it. So if you if you know that, if you already know, like okay, if we do this suspension thing, we are going to get a fight. We're and and it's probably a fight we're not going to win, or we want to yeah. we want to you know pay for. So why would you even come out and start with that? Like just now he's going to have to backtrack it. It's going to be a tough look. I think he's going to have to tuck his tail. But I wanted to ask you this because you made me think about it. You talked about the NFL. What would be the NFL equivalent to this? Do you, what, what in your mind would, would uh, or, or was the XFL that, that thing? No, because the thing is. Do you no, see it, Saudi it doing it, something like this with the NFL? I mean, they, they, they got F1, their hands in F1. Yeah. What if Saudi did this? Like what would you. What do you think? Well, it would be crazy, but the difference is, is when you're on these teams too, you're technically not, you're technically not a private contractor. Yeah. You're an employee of that team. Yes. Like this is, this is completely different. I think, I mean, I understand what you're saying though, but you you have to look like, I'm not going to go play some, you know what I mean? Like I, I like where I live. I like, (laughs) I love being here, but, um, it, it wouldn't it's it's a little bit harder because it's a team sport and it's already established because they tried it back in the day yeah we got a we got a usfl and nfl yeah it said usfl and, even went for huge college stars which i don't remember that yeah so like steve memory. young steve young actually started in the usfl um i can't remember who else but it's like it's it's a harder it's a harder deal because golf's a little bit more throughout the world where football's America, basically, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But say they did do it. Let's just, whatever you'd have to think you have to be like, all right, well, we'll see. But the difference is, is we, you might be in contracts, whatever. Whereas this, you are a private contractor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like a, I'm not saying a 1099, but I mean, you're just a private contractor. You're for everything that you do. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'll get paid for that. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a different it's a little bit different in that realm, but I mean at the end of the day it's business. For anyone that says that it's not, I mean I'm sure there's some people that take uh, they don't know about it maybe, but like they take gigs with places that probably are doing some shady stuff. Yeah, I, I want to. more. I want to um, do some funny stuff here real quick because there's so yeah. much good funny content that's come out of this. I mean, and listen. <laughs> With anything like this that's, that they've never done before, this group of people has never done before, even with all the money in the world, it's gonna, there's going to be some cringe moments, right? And the product, just like any other product, is going to come out the gate not the same that it's going to look in a month or three months or six months if it's still going, For right? For sure. So we, we know that week one, there's going to be warts on this. However, I will say, I did not see the warts being... Some of the things uh, that we're, I'm about to bring up on screen, because I would think with that much money, you would be able to afford some better marketing or, or brand uh, work. But I think there's a few funny things. The Live Golf website is a, is a treasure trove of humor. I want to bring up some things on the screen here if you're watching live on YouTube. Uh, th- first of all, this strikes me as funny because Kevin Na is listed as five foot 11, and there is no effing way Kevin Na is five foot 11. <laughs> I am five foot eleven and a half, okay, and I take the half because we round up to six feet. I've stood next to Kevin Nod. There's just no way. It makes me think the Saudi, the Saudis just let him name what he wanted to. Is this knew, the NBA? He knew he could. Yeah, he knew he couldn't get. Is this the NBA feet. height? 
That's unreal. Char- yeah, Charles Barkley was six nine too. I remember. Yeah. Back in the video. Who's the who would be the Kevin Na equivalent get if there was an alternative uh, NFL league right now? Like who would be the Kevin Na like little bit like little bit overrated, but still kind of gets it done from time to time. Most people kind of can't stand him. You know, kind of an attitude guy. You know, I, I can't think of anyone that's <laughs> like that where like people can't would that people can't stand him. Because uh, someone said Doug Flutie, I oh that was the USFL. I was like, I don't think Doug Flutie was that. Doug Flutie. Um, <laughs> but we can we can just say the, you know the if 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 I would have went over right, I, been, people I think you. Could, could stand me. Everybody I just loved overrated. you, man. Everybody loved you. Um, this is <laughs> Phil's team, a real murderer's row here. Uh, Phil's team, the London the London team roster of. Uh, you got uh, you got the amateur. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. We'll go by TK. Yeah, I like that. Uh, apparently I heard that in the draft process, he actually consulted with Justin Harding on the final pick. I mean, I, Phil consulting with Justin Harding is in and of itself a very interesting statement. He, and he, and he takes Chase Kepka. This is, that's strange to me too, that Chase is gone and, and Brooks is not already like, it, it feels odd to me that Brooks would not lead that, that charge. Um, Anyway, we'll it talk makes about you it. wonder: is is he is is Brooks going to come over eventually? Even though I mean, they I all think, say they're not, right? Yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for him anyway because he's he's hurt. He doesn't like to play a lot. He's always hurt. He he probably uh, you know he doesn't it doesn't seem like he loves golf that much. He rarely practices. It seems like I don't know that he really. I think this is a perfect fit for him. Okay, uh, let let me say this because you asked the if there was an NFL in the business. Say someone was going to pay me two times what I played, and I'd play. Eight to ten games a season. Yeah, that's tough, huh? I don't think it's tough. I mean, tough to turn down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. say. Yeah. What I mean, and we're talking sport and business. We're not talking yeah. anything else. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Uh, where I like? Can you fax? Like, like they still fax? Can you email me the contract? Yeah. Like I, that's another thing. Like that we like I didn't really think about, but just like you're playing half the amount. Yeah. That would feel incredible for my body to get paid double the money yeah. and play half the time. Oh my goodness. Well, that's the thing. And, that, and it'd be like, and you're going to play three quarters instead of four quarters. Yeah, that's true. What? It's only 54. Yeah, that's right. It's only 54 rounds, 54 holes. The, that's the other thing I was going to say is, uh, you know, by now, I actually, I, if I remember correctly, and again, if, you, if you're a listener and you've been listening to me for a long time, you know I have a horrible memory. Um, but I, if I remember correctly, the, the norm, normally the PGA tour schedule for the following season drops the week of the players championship, or it's sometime around there. Well, we haven't had it because we know that Monaghan's been working gradually with the player advisory council to try to figure out how they're going to adjust the fall schedule and how light they're going to make it, what they're going to do to reshape some of these things because of the competition here. And players saying, we're playing too much. We feel too obligated to play in the fall because of the FedEx Cup deal. It has to be reworked. Well, we still haven't gotten that yet. Like, this is, I've been doing this, we've been doing this show for seven years. And, and by now, we know, okay, after the tour championship in August, when that's over, you know, we're going to have either the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup. But then literally the next week starts the new season, which is normally like the Sanderson or the, you know, whatever those, those events are. And that's where we see like the new Corn Ferry Tour guys that have come over in their rookies. We don't know any of that schedule yet right now. It's not there. So that's another thing that Monahan's having to figure out. And, and obviously, these guys are going for money. That's number one. 
But I think the number two reason is exactly what you're talking about, what I'm talking about with the schedule, with the demand on the travel and their body and their health and all that kind of stuff. Monaghan's got to figure that out too. But I want to look at some other uh, funny stuff. So obviously the captains and the team names here. I mean, Danny, the, the team names just... I, it, I read over some of them. I was like, oh my goodness. I heard uh, Mark Hubbard said some of these can get funnier if you just put the word donkey in front of them. Like donkey punch, oh donkey torque, donkey smash, <laughs> donkey stinger. Um, I said yesterday on Twitter, like Kevin Nas team, I hate to keep picking on him, but I will. It's like, was it the brick? Was it the brick scene in Iron in Anchorman where it's just like you're naming whatever you see on the range? <laughs> yeah. Ironheads. That's our team name. <laughs> Kevin, are you just naming things that you see? And then I, I feel like either Graham or Keimer started with the, you know, which is kind of clever, I guess, started with like the, the old school names of like hickory clubs back in the day, like Niblick and a clique is an old school. That's like, yeah. that's what we had before everything was a five wood or a four, four right. iron. And like one of them started it. And then the other one was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick another one of those. And then some of these just feel like your, your dad, you, you had your dad pick. I don't understand. I'm not a big four aces fan. Not a big four aces. DJ's team name shocks me that it wasn't just like golf. I, I, golf. If it was golf, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but golf. then what's even better, Danny, I'm sure you haven't seen this. This is hilarious. This is the this is published on the website. Okay. This is nope. the this is the identities uh behind the names of the of the teams. This is a one sentence thing published on on Live. Listen to this. Ace. So four aces, Captain DJ. <laughs> The slang name for golf's greatest magic trick, the hole-in-one. What the actual golf's greatest <laughs> magic trick? Oh, they get better. The clique, okay, that's Keimer. The driving iron of its day, right? Okay, with a refined look and feel that can appeal to fans of golf heritage. Okay, whatever. The crushers, Captain Peter Uline. It's about speed, period. It's about power, period. It's a shot that could shatter a ball on impact period this team creates an identity that celebrates its own strength what the f does this mean like this well, is the thing is we don't it would have been a lot better if they would have just named them and it could have been these names now nah, i mean let's be honest the majestics like come on but like there's certain like they're all names never give definitions for names no, Ever no give leave it to our imagination and this is way worse i mean the honestly greatest magic trick okay when let's read through them and then i want you to tell me your the most cringy one honestly the magic trick is bad but i actually think the crushers could be worse it sounds like a bob parsons oh, yeah. pxg commercial it's about speed baby it's about you know all right then you have sergio's team uh fireballs golf club a fun and exciting identity which embodies golf at its wildest and all for a team that will hope to be, quote, on fire this week. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I mean, I mean, what? Are, see, like, uh, I thought it was just going to be four dudes and they just have, like, fireball with them. Who is writing that? Yeah, that, that would be way better. Um, who is that, writing that? That would be, or it just, like, had a, it just had a little shooter of fireball and, like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you're the fireballs. Um. Okay. A team in flight, the high flyers, yeah, the powered high by its wing logo. This group hopes to soar above the competition. That's Phil's team. Like, what are we doing? And uh, yeah, and we don't need. 
We don't need that. We don't even need a definition. The definitions are terrible. Ironheads, this is Kevin Nas. All about, ooh, this is, this is good. Somebody wrote this and was really proud of <laughs> yeah. themselves. All about metal and metal. M-E-T-A-L and M-E-T-T-L-E. Displaying a steely determination, a strong, bold identity has been forged for this team. Tapping into golf's heraldry? Heraldry? Who says heraldry? Can you even say that? Are we just putting dree behind anything? This is douchebaggery is what this is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, golf is torque. Golf is a high-torque sport creating a supercharged brand that's all about forward momentum and speed off the tee. Really? <sighs> like, it just... The, I will say this. The names give it a bad look. A bad look. It's what so do you bad. think of the whole team thing anyways? Um, I mean, I'm not... Wait, hold on, let me get this off the... I, I, don't, I like the team thing, but this is... A, the way they're doing it is weird. Like, I... Are, are the teams okay? And and then like we haven't brought up the logos yet, but I mean these logos are terrible. Um, but we'll bring those up in a second. Are the logos changing every week? Are the team names changing every week? The teams are going to change every week because I think right we're going to add new players. There's going to be a new draft every week. Right. So yeah, I was if, thinking the same thing. If you're a, if you're made of metal and metal week one for Kevin Na, then in week two you you got to go over to the you know and you're the, a crusher the next and you're a crusher the next capable of literally disintegrating a golf ball with your sheer power. How or is there going to be like, uh, and then you're a four acer? How does that work? Like, yeah, then you're a magic man. You're up there doing magic tricks. I don't know how that all works. All I can ask is, they don't wear the the apparel that they have. They they do. They have apparel. They have hats, Danny. I've seen hats. But they're not gonna they're not gonna wear it on the course, are they? I don't Please know, no. man. Uh, but I've seen hats. That'd be a tough look. These uh, that, that'd be a tough look. These logos. Let's see if I can fix this whole thing. No, that's not what I want. Uh, yeah, look at these. Look at these logos, man. Look at the Fireballs logo. That's the one that I saw like on a, a hat. I saw Sergio <sighs> wearing that on a hat. Can I say this? I actually am okay with the Cleeks one. The Cleeks one is not bad. It's it's fine. Like I cannot stand the Majestics Where's or the, the Majestics? Smash or the Smash oh, Golf Club. What is the Majestics? What is this even? What's a stinger? It looks like the a snake. You know the snakes, uh -huh. the like fireworks. A, the, no, the I think it's a scorpion tail. That's a scorpion tail, bro. Whatever it is, it's bad. So, uh, people in the chat are saying yeah. Stephen said they heard they're wearing team uniforms. Oh, and then um, the the some of these are just so so bad. Look at Crushers, man. Though you know that golf ball just disintegrating right before your eyes are, did i hear can they can they ride carts or not i haven't heard that um i've not heard that i would think we'd we would know that by the, now yeah i would think but i didn't know but, but they're doing shotgun start right yeah and our buddy pat perry's in the chat he said if they can drink then you know he's all in that would be awesome but i, I don't i'm sure they'll allow kind of whatever yeah i mean it sounds like they might um god dang dude this is it's just so bad. Um, no, it's it, it's it's crazy. Let, let me say this: it's crazy, but I mean, there, I have no problem with another golf league. I don't. I don't no, love not the support part of it. I have no. I have like I don't love that. But <laughs> shoot, another well, league is fine, right? 
Josh Wait. Kistler in the chat says, I want to smash flat bill. Nothing like a logo oh, depicting no. air escaping from a balloon knot. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the DJ's team. If they consulted DJ and they were like, hey, you know, four aces, what do you, what do you kind of want? And his answer was, uh, I mean, just, I mean, maybe just uh, an A. Just an A would be cool. <laughs> you know? I wish it was just like a golf ball. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's it. If it was just team golf, DJ's like uh, golf, and it was just a just golf ball, or it just was the word golf spelled out. Like that would be kind of sick. Yeah, I, I guess these are going to change every well, week, dude. I mean, how insane is this going to be? Surely the marketing is going to get better, and the branding is going to get better. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me say this though. Like, and this is something that I've learned over the past couple years, and even. I mean, you see it even like at the qualifier I played at. Yes, they don't have like all these big names. Well, after you play golf with like some really good players and then some like mini tour guys, a lot of mini tour guys are absolute dogs. Yeah. They're like so good. Yeah. So like, Quality of play is still going to be there. There's so many guys. It's kind of like the NFL. Now, it's not every. I'm not saying every mini tour pro. Not every. But, like, kind of like the NFL, there's so many guys that should have had a five- to seven-year career that didn't even get one year because they didn't get an opportunity. Yeah. And it's like, that's the crazy thing is the amount of good football players or good receivers I saw, good – yeah, just whatever. So, like, I don't think it's going to be as much of a, like, oh, they don't have talent. I really, like, that's because there's a lot of corn fairy guys. They should probably be on tour. But it's just hard to get there. Yeah. And maybe it's just, and guess what? These guys that are over at this other league are maybe getting opportunities that they've never really had. And they have money guaranteed. They're not going to be playing with pressure of like, gosh, I have to find a way to get to the next tournament. Yeah. They might start balling. So you just, you you never know. I was just about to say, I've heard from, I saw it on Twitter that's, and it's a rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed. Maybe somebody in the chat can confirm that the live group is taking (laughs) care of player accommodations and travel for all these guys. And if you think about you know, I mean, that's that's not just a big deal. It's a it's a massive deal for many tour players and Corn Ferry Tour and and McKenzie Tour and all that. But it's even a really big deal to guys outside of the top fifteen in the world. Like that's a big deal. Exactly. Not everyone's flying private like people think. Yeah. No, not at yeah, all. There's, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that fly like us on Southwest or on whatever. Yeah. I mean the the, the accommodations. I fly Southwest because you get. Free bags. Yeah. <laughs> the accommodations thing is huge. I mean, these guys are spending a lot of money. If you're a Corn Ferry Tour player and, and you're, you have any kind of notoriety, you know, even if you are looking like you're going to get your PGA Tour card for the next season, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how. I mean, it would be very hard. We, we, all, we all, I mean, I talked about this on our show the other night. It's, it's about opportunity. And so people are going to hear me say this, and they're going to be like, DB, you already said this, but I think, it's, I think it's pertinent to this. I remember when Tiger Woods got the golf club put through his back windshield one Thanksgiving morning because his wife found out all of his stuff, right? And everybody started throwing stones at Tiger. 
and everybody's, you know, everybody's wives were upset and everybody's wives are going, you know, oh, that's just awful. And all the husbands are sitting there going, baby, I would never do that. You know, I've never, what a, what a scumbag, what a, you know, what a jerk, what a jackass, whatever. Everybody's throwing stones. And I remember Colin Cowherd, who was like the biggest name in radio at the time. And there was no podcast when that happened. But I remember driving into work and hearing Colin Cowherd say, you can't say a word unless you've had the opportunity that Tiger Woods has had. And until you've had the opportunity thrown at you the way that he probably has, it's really tough to sit there as a, you know, overweight, middle-aged guy to say you're, you're, you would never do that. Right. Um, very tough to right. do, but don't throw, don't throw the stones, um, you know, so quickly. And, and, and I feel like even with, even with the Saudi stuff being backed by what it is, you put that kind of money in front of a, a young person or anybody thinking about their future, thinking about the grind, thinking about all this stuff. It's very difficult. Very, very, like Taylor Gooch was a huge surprise to me, but I kind of, I mean, if they offered him 20 million, that's huge for Taylor Gooch. Right. Oh, without a doubt. Sorry. I forgot. I had a, I have a 10 o'clock. All right, buddy. I, I had to do, but I, uh, I was like, I want to come on and, and do this, but <laughs> hey, this well, not a, 10, but a little after 10. This was a good chat, dude. I appreciate you hopping on. Um, Danny, hey, thanks so much for having me. Anything else you need to pump? You need to push people to you got going on? Nah, go check out my pod. That's it. Out of nowhere podcast. Yeah. And bro, have me on anytime. I enjoy chatting with you. I yeah. always do. It was a good time, man. Thank you, dude. Thanks, Danny. Right. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks so much for having me. All right. See ya.